0: Well, hello there, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode with Roman Barking on the background, as usual, of TLR here on Know Your News exclusively. I am one of your hosts, Isa, and today I am joined by my Wrestling Inc. Yellow Jackets co-host. On his free time, you can find him doing rig polls on social media. He's none other than Glenn Rubenstein. Glenn, thank you so much for, for stepping in today for joining.
1: Of course, of course. Thanks for having me.
0: No problem. Now, you know, what we try to not talk wrestling here. This is all about pop culture. I couldn't think of a better person to join me than you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, not always the most current, but definitely steeped in, in pop culture. The question is really what year am I living in this week, you know?
0: Well, this week and today, we're going to live on 2023. I appreciate you uh, coming in. Yeah, I know you are a little bit crunched for time, so I'm going to try to make it through these headlines pretty fast. I'm going to keep it simple for you. I know you're a music guy. We're going to talk all about the Grammys. The Grammys is where it's at this week. That's where all the major news that I wanted to talk about are. Did you get a chance to watch?
1: You know, I watched the Hip Hop Tribute, and I've seen clips online. Uh, But yeah, award shows in this modern age – I think if you're not live tweeting them, how are you staying sane?
0: Right. <laughs> I was a little upset because I had a ring announce- announcing gig and I knew that, you know, Bad Bunny, I like yeah. him a little bit. I don't know if you know about this, but I like him a little bit. I knew he was going to be performing, so I was mad. And then you guys in the group chat, Alfred was like, Bad Bunny's performing as we speak. And I was like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> but um, all right. But before we talk about Bad Bunny, I want to talk about Madonna. That's yes. the first headline that I want to open with because there has been a lot of criticism online about the way that Madonna looked. She made an appearance on the Grammys um, to she did an accept. If I'm not mistaken, she accepted a, an award uh, and she did a speech. Obviously, and people were not talking about her career. They're not talking about the tour that she's currently announcing and going on. They're talking about the way that she looked, saying that she looked unrecognizable. Have you seen the photos?
1: I have seen the photos. Uh, uh, she what made are it your thoughts the, on this? She made it through the wilderness. Issa. She finally made it through. <laughs> yes! Uh, look, I think uh, Madonna has a right to do whatever she wants. Um, Thank you! I think if she is happy with the way she looks, more power to her. But that being said, I I don't think there's anything wrong with uh, aging gracefully, aging being the key word and just sort of accepting the track that nature has you on.
0: I mean, I agree with that, but I also feel like I'm I'm a big Madonna girl, right? I love her. And I feel like Madonna at a time where we weren't allowed to be ourselves, really, really stood up and spoke out to just be you, however you want, however you choose to be. And I feel like if this is the her that she wants to be, we should just let her be.
1: It's true. Express yourself, Madonna. Express. Yes! yourself. Yes.
0: <laughs> What's your favorite Madonna song?
1: I mean, come on, like a prayer. Like a prayer is
0: like a prayer I mean, is it?
1: <laughs> I mean, it's hands down. I, I I I get into this conversation quite a lot. I think uh, like a prayer. My number two one is Live to Tell. I think Live to Tell <sighs> is the second best Madonna song.
0: That's a very surprising answer because not a lot of people mention that on like their top Madonna songs.
1: You live know? to Tell is is awesome it is an awesome song and i'm normally not like a power ballad guy but i just think it's a really really good song um but you know i i like the that era of madonna um yeah god if i had to pick three see this is where it gets tough right it's it tough to sort of narrow it down because she has so many great songs so many classics but i'll tell you i never need to hear material girl again As long, as <gasps> shut up that's on my top three <laughs>
0: Myself a diva. So, are you really surprised that I love
1: Material Girl? Come on. I'm I'm a little older than you. I remember a time when that (laughs) song was inescapable.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. I remember I got into it way past its time, and I had a shirt that said Material Girl, all blingy. (laughs) And my sister was like, you are way too young to be wearing that. Like, you don't don't know Madonna like I know Madonna. And I was like, please stop. I still love her. You know, I I like Material Girl. I like, like, a prayer. The thing that I have, and I don't know if you have the same issue, is that my favorite music videos are Mm. different than my favorite songs. Because Madonna has some banger music videos. Like, um, Human Nature. Is that Nature the name of the song? Oh my God, that's one of my favorite music videos. But I don't know that it's one of my top three songs to listen to if I'm not watching the visual.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a huge fan. And I think uh, it's interesting. Now, now I will give her credit that, you know, she keeps producing music. She keeps touring. Um, I think, though, it, it's, it's really tough for anyone that I think decides to have cosmetic uh, surgery or do enhancements. I mean, they're working through their own uh, mental reconciliation of the process. And in fairness, like you also never know how it's going to turn out. I mean, Kenny Rogers famously talked about sort of regretting uh, getting cosmetic work done and just sort of wish that he let nature take its course. So I get that this is shocking for people, but, you know, obviously this is what makes her happy. You know, we can talk about the efficacy of it, but ultimately what matters is that she likes what she sees when she looks in the mirror.
0: I could not put that better myself. My co-host and I in the past have discussed Madonna's TikTok. Have you? Have you fallen down that I rabbit? Have not.
1: Hole? I have not. See, that would seems crazy, right? That uh, Madonna's on TikTok.
0: Well, she's on TikTok, and it's extreme. Like a lot of people are adding this plastic surgery to the way that she behaves on TikTok, and just coming to the conclusion that she's just refusing to age because she's just posting things that you just that might make you feel uncomfortable when you think about her age, basically.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's always a little tough, but but granted, <laughs> so Madonna being such an icon for Generation X, I think this is also indicative of Generation X having to accept that we are aging as well, and maybe we're a little too old to be doing some of these things that right. uh, that the the kids are doing. So uh, it's it's interesting.
0: Yeah, but if you're an artist, Madonna, an icon. And TikTok is currently where is that right? That's the most successful used platform mm-hmm. daily as of right now. You know that trend changes, but as of right now, TikTok is the most used and viewed social media. You have to you have to stay on there to stay relevant, don't you think?
1: Well, I mean, look at Cher is a great example. I mean, it's like Cher's Twitter feed is a lot of great human rights causes, and then her like just the things that make her angry.
0: I do not follow her. I need. I need. Now I'm gonna. But, do, I, I I'm gonna go check that,
1: out. Big things that make her angry, but also little things, little pet peeves and annoyances. <laughs> uh, so that's the thing with social media, right? It's like you right. kind of you, you take the good, you take the bad.
0: What about the world tour that she just announced? It's supposed to be like a greatest hit. Glenn, I wanna go. I might do the Vegas one just so I can visit you at the same oh, time.
1: Yeah. Um I'm excited about that. I'm bummed this biopic isn't happening though. That I know. she was gonna direct her own life story. Uh Julie Garner from Ozark and the Americans went through this grueling casting process to get cast as Madonna and then the movie gets put on indefinite hold.
0: Wait, who was gonna play her?
1: Julie Garner from Ozark really julia garner pardon me julia yeah, Garner yeah yeah she she beat out competition there was a huge boot camp singing acting madonna made the selection herself uh madonna was gonna direct this movie and then she put it on hold for this tour well
0: but it's still come maybe i'll come after I, I don't know how long the tour is for but i i look forward to seeing that because that madonna does have a very interesting story Amazing the way story. that she got started moved to new york had nothing <laughs> I can relate, so I, I'm excited to see that. But I, as a Madonna fan, I just want her to be happy, like you said. Yeah. I, I love the way that you put it. If she's happy with what she sees in the mirror, who's? It's not a, it's not a problem. You know what I mean? I, I, I do like natural beauty as well, and I've seen a lot of people comparing Madonna with pictures of people that are, you know, aging naturally, like you said. And to me, it's just like leave her alone, stop bullying her.
1: <laughs> and look, everyone that wants to criticize that there's a photo of you out there with a the bad fashion choice or life <laughs> choice or maybe both that you've made
0: yep agreed speaking of having a lot of photos out there there's somebody that is like probably the king of memes for being bored and that is Ben Affleck and I'm not even talking about the the Grammys meme have you seen the meme of him standing outside with a cigarette looking like yeah. he wants to be on a different life
1: (laughs) ben affleck is all of us these last few years with everything he's (laughs) experiencing everything he's thinking he's feeling he got back together with the ex thought this was going to solve everything but sometimes man sometimes the problem is you and you just need to work on yourself
0: well have you seen the have you seen the clips and the photos from ben affleck uh attending the grammys with his now wife jennifer lopez
1: yeah it's uh poor ben
0: I I think that Ben is a super introvert. And that's why he looks like this every time he's put in a, like a super public situation. Hmm. But if you go and watch him at a war show where he would attend with like Matt Damon back at the beginning of his career, wow. it's a whole different Ben. But I gotta tell you, Glenn, on my 20s, I was a social butterfly. Now, yes. not so much. So maybe it's just a part of that as well.
1: I get it. I used to go out, do a lot of things, socialize with a lot of people. And now, um, yeah, staying at home is where it's at. And I think for Ben, he just looks – I think, he again, he's all of us. He's just sort of annoyed to be out of the house, wondering, is this even a good idea? Should I be doing this?
0: <laughs> do you, you think know? it's really that or do you think it's J-Lo?
1: No, no. I think, I think it's just Ben's dealing with some Ben stuff. Plus, you're at this award show – Issa, imagine being in an event for hours and the cameras are gonna be on you and you really can't be on your phone that time when you get bored. <laughs> so when you get bored, like you're thinking, can I just can I just take it out of my pocket and just look at it for like a minute? Or is that gonna be weird? You no, know?
0: JLo's gonna slap him. Did you see yeah. the video of her like like yeah. kind of like yelling at him right on camera?
1: <laughs> yeah. So I get it, man. I get it. It's tough to sit through a long thing where you can't be on your phone.
0: How do you feel about Benifer?
1: It's tough, man. Um, I think that, uh, you know, again, I want Ben to be happy. I feel, I've, I've always felt a closeness to, to Ben Affleck. Uh, big fan of his since since the beginning. And um, I think if they're finally making it work, it's actually kind of interesting, right? Because you think about the relationships you have when you're younger. It's right. sort of burn out. And I think that there is something kind of romantic and nice about the idea of when we were younger people, we couldn't make a go of this. But now that we're older and more mature... We can get together and make this happen. I think that's actually a very nice thing. Now, that being said, everyone, don't go break up with your significant other and get back together with your girlfriend from 2004. Uh, But, no, it it is a nice idea.
0: The thing of it is is a lot of people speculated and there was rumors that the main one of the main reasons and back then I do think that Benefer got way too much attention, but yeah. it was during that time where celebr chasing celebrities around was, you know, the thing to do. Um, uh, but a lot of people think that the attention is what really turned Ben off from this relationship. So why would he go back to it? I don't think that J Lo is being chased around the way that she used to be chased around by paparazzi. So maybe I don't think they're getting the same amount of attention they used to back in that during that time frame.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's that's good, but man, it's actually funny now in a way. How do you think Jennifer is dealing with the fact that Ben is the one that becomes these memes and he's the one everyone talks about? That's going to be an interesting twist for her.
0: If I'm not mistaken, I believe she made a response on some, on some of her social medias about it because it was like blowing up everywhere, you know, the memes about it. I think, I, I personally want Jennifer Lopez to be happy. I think that J-Lo is a hopeful romantic and she Mm. wants to be in love and i mean she has had a lot of failed relationships but the fact that she keeps trying is exactly what shows you that she believes in love and she believes in her happily ever after if it's ben affleck you know what you're right i do think what's meant to be is meant to be no matter what it's gonna happen right
1: well perhaps but here's here's what i hope we get out of this is we need a sequel to that south park episode
0: Yes, that's one of my favorites. we talked about this before. One of the best South <laughs> Park episodes of all time. Top three for me.
1: Absolutely. I'm with you. So if oh we if God. we get if we get so a good. sequel to that, it will all be worth it.
0: We're gonna review it. Whether yeah, it's on absolutely. my channel somewhere, we're gonna review it. <laughs> now I'm gonna as soon as we go off the air, I'm gonna go and watch it. <laughs> so good. Now let's talk about what I wanna talk about. Because, obviously, the Grammys opened up with Benito, Bad Bunny, my favorite, and he performed an all-Spanish, it it was a beautiful rendition of El Apagón. Después de la Playa. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna, there's a lot to talk about here, but I want to get into it. Did you get a chance to see it? Did you see some clips? I mean, I've been retweeting every five saw, minutes. I've
1: so. seen the clips. Well, how, could, how could I avoid it when it's on your feed? No, I think what a moment for the Grammys uh, and for Bad Bunny and for Spanish language music. Now, we've talked about that Spanish language music has finally got my wife and I in the process of learning Spanish, yeah uh but it's it's for Timberici and menudo and Paulina Rubio and Talia and uh uh I think for Bad Bunny, this is a major crossover moment that now this isn't the spanish art Spanish language artist uh recording something in English as crossover appeal like this is this right. is pure this is authentic, and just what a moment to have that front and center and be one of the largest. Uh, perfor- uh, performances uh, on the larger stage in the music industry.
0: And he was nominated for Album of the Year uh-huh. on the regular Grammys. You know, we have the Latin Grammys. Bad Bunny has killed it on the Latin Grammys. But to be a non-English album nominated for Album of the Year, Un Verano Sin Ti, which I'm going to send you a couple of songs that I think you and your okay. wife will like. But Un Verano Sin Ti broke records. And, and for it to be nominated for Album of the Year is a big deal to me. It didn't win, and I cu- I can understand why. I also know there's a voting process, and I'm not sure that the people voting for who wins the Grammy are too familiar yeah, it's, uh... with who Bad Bunny is, and, and you know what the music is. I think the numbers that Bad Bunny did with this album, and I'm not being biased, it's all over if you, if you search it, it was the best album of the year, number wise, right? Mm. Weeks at number one, streams, downloads, etc., it was the best album number wise, but I don't even know who won it because I was upset that he didn't win. So I, think it was, I didn't. Was it
1: Harry Styles? Because that was controversial. Was, of course it was.
0: So um, there was a picture that is going viral on social media and I, I won it on a t-shirt. And it's like somebody had the captions on. And the captions you have about Bunny singing, and it just says speaking in non-English, singing in non-English. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. I really do think that it is a big deal. Now, over in the latin community there's a big of a back and forward because yes it was a great representation of the latino hispanic community but what bad bunny did was very much caribbean uh it mm. was very much puerto rico i saw the performers that the, what they were wearing that what the girls was wearing that's what we wear here in puerto rico para bailar plena which is a music style that's from here uh, he sang merengue which is from the dominican republic i guess it's been put into question the different what is a Latino and what, you know, because there's different. And I feel like we all get categorized under you speak Spanish, Latino. You know what I mean? And it's in our cultures are also different. And I do think that these performers, this performance was more of that Latin America from the Caribbean, from the islands, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's interesting, right? And I've seen this uh, digging into Spanish music and getting into bands like Soda Stereo from Argentina, Right. Um, I mean, you see Menudo from Puerto Rico, you see Timberici from Mexico. Um, yeah, and I, but it is interesting though, right? Because you think about English language music and that can come from the United Kingdom, that can come from the United States, it can come from Canada. So I understand on a language level representing it, but culturally, yeah, I mean, it's it's very diverse, uh, even within what people would consider, you know, that are not as familiar or well-versed, they would consider it one specific culture, but that diversity, um, I think, is what makes it so interesting, is the idea that, You know music truly has no boundaries and there are these different styles and different shades within uh within every culture and i think that's what makes it fun as a fan to sort of dive in but it is interesting when you see the captioning um because similar to to what my experience has been i will tell you when we talked before about menudo and abc back in the day um i think there's great crossover appeal by offering proper captioning, proper translation, I think that's how you get people that are not native speakers of the language interested in different music <laughs> and different culture.
0: I'm not sure you want to translate the things that Bad Bunny was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally just tweeted. I literally just tweeted out that uh, one of the lyrics of the merengue song that he was saying. He's saying, "I want to," and I translate, "I want to do you in front of the beach so the fish can smile about it." You really Um, want that?
1: (laughs) We've we've come a long way since Minuto wanted to dance to reggae. Um, (laughs) But no, look, yes, Spanish language hip hop. I discovered uh, SFDK from Spain the other night. Senores en el brunch. uh, And I was looking at the lyric translations. I was like, oh, oh, no. Oh, oh, no. it was like... (laughs) This sounded so <laughs> pleasant and uplifting. And then it was just like, nope. Yeah,
0: I I translate. Sometimes people ask me and I'll translate a couple of the things that Bad Bunny said. And they'll be like, oh, Bad Bunny has a very big female fan base. I do think that Bad Bunny knows that and understands that. A lot of his lyrics are. To me, I think girls get it more than guys. Especially this new album. Mm. Un Verano Senti, this album was very romantic it wasn't his normal hip-hop cocky stuff that he did before you know reggaeton is what we call it here it was more of a you you can play this album and the way he described it fun fact is like he wants you to play it like if you were partying at the beach and then you get drunk and that's how the album keeps getting like it gets softer <laughs> it gets a little more quieter you know what i mean he starts like we're gonna party and by the end of it he slows it down a little bit um yeah i think i think this album when i listen to it I just all I can think about is Puerto Rico the set that he brought you saw it in the stage with the palm trees and the lights that I saw it and if you would have not shown me the public and there wasn't the noise of the people like in the background I would have thought he filmed that somewhere in here partying in, in one of the corners here in the island
1: and I think you could you can really chalk a lot of it up to you know things don't always translate literally yeah you know <laughs> I mean, remember we were talking about the lyrics to Menudo's Fuego, and it's like, you will drink the water of my soul. (laughs) I don't think that's exactly how they meant it, but, you know, sometimes in translation, it gets a little mixed up.
0: I just, I feel very proud. Obviously, you know, I live in Puerto Rico. I was born and raised here. I love seeing what he's doing because Puerto Rico is 100 miles by 35 we're tiny not a lot of people know about us and to have the representation that he has out there putting our culture the dancers and the people that came out in the crowd with the big heads all of the heads represented a spanish legend roberto clemente like if you paid attention everything was a puerto rican legend also with the merengue which is from the dominican republic i just really really love and appreciate seeing that represented in a global scale absolutely I i think that he's one of the biggest that have been able to put Puerto Rico on the map in a long, long time. We have had some people go mainstream, but I just don't think that I can recall. And you can, you are an expert at this. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I can't recall anybody from here, artist-wise, going as viral and as global as Bad Bunny has.
1: Well, but it's a little different though, because I mean, Ricky Martin really had to. I mean, make singing English, in English. Versions of yeah, singing English. <laughs>
0: That's the thing. But Bunny said from the beginning, from yeah. when he was here bagging groceries, rapping on SoundCloud, mm-hmm. that he would never change who he is yeah. or sing in a different language um, just to make it there. And I think that's what is the appeal for us to see him accomplish what he's accomplishing, being who he is, being open about being from here, you know, being kissing guys on the MTV Awards like yeah. this guy is doing it all right now.
1: Yeah, Ricky. Ricky uh, had to change up some things. We were watching. Uh, we were watching some of the early '90s, the telenovela he did with Sasha Sokol from uh, Timberici, and it's amazing because it, you look at it and you're just like, you ju- if you just get a haircut, man, it's gonna change your life.
0: He changed the, the yeah, that, I, I was just going to bring that up. Ricky even changed his look. He cut the long hair. He cut... Even the music that he made prior yeah. to that um, was just a little bit different. I, I did like what he did, and a lot of the songs that he did in English, like Living La Vida Loca, Shake Your Bomb Bomb, the first one that kind of went viral. He did them in Spanish as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But he
0: had to change a couple of things. I think Daddy, especially reggaeton, is like Rap hip hop it's very underground here, so that doesn't go viral. you know, Ricky Martin was not singing that kind of music. I think that a Yankee accomplished that for a period oh, of yeah. time, but no, I don't think he was as big as there's I just don't know that you have to have heard about Bunny one way or another at this point.
1: It's interesting though, because I think that um with Bad Bunny, he's so authentic. Mm -hmm. and doing things you know his way he's not trying to cross over and i think that when ricky and other artists tried to cross over before it also pigeonholes them into oh this remember they would talk about this 20 25 years ago like this is you know the spanish invasion of uh like they would treat it like it's this other whereas i think bad bunny is just doing this on his own terms and he's not crossing over to us we're crossing over to him
0: Oh, I love that. I'm quoting that. Do you think that the generation and the era that we live on is really what has helped him as well because of the social media? I think Bad Bunny went crazy viral on TikTok before people started really finding out who he was. People were using, obviously, his sound bites and everything. Do you think that having social media and the way that we're consuming media nowadays, music being so different, has really helped make this happen for him?
1: Absolutely. Because I think, um, one, there's no barrier. There's no record company saying you have to dress like this or sing songs about this or do your songs in English. Uh, So I think that it is more direct. And I think, um, yeah, just that lack of of a barrier, you know, makes it more easily accessible.
0: I love that you brought that up because on two of the reports that I pulled up to talk about this, a lot of people were criticizing what he wore for the performance, saying that it looked like he was still in rehearsals because he just wore the jeans, the white T-shirt and the baseball cap. I think that's what you see everywhere around here when you go to one of those hole in the wall bars in front of the beach so i I know what look he was going for, but what do you think about that? Do you think he should be coming off as a big star? or Do you like the authenticity?
1: um, I think authenticity is good that being said, I mean, look, if it were me and I was gonna perform at the Grammys like but then again, see so yeah, because it was just like if was me before the Grammys, I'd go all out and People could talk about you in a good way or they could talk about you in a bad way when you do that. So maybe maybe playing it safe wasn't such a bad idea.
0: But that's the thing. I remember when he was doing the wrestling thing, right? And, yeah. and I would send some of my friends that don't watch wrestling but adore Bad Bunny, I would send some of the clips. And a lot of them would reply and say, the one thing that I love is that Bad Bunny's out there looking homeless like he always does. Like, that's just, <laughs> that's just who he is. You know, he would come out with Damian Priest, and a lot of times I feel like Priest was more dressed up than Bad Bunny. He was just showing up in his sneaker, jeans, and T-shirt, you know? So I just feel like it is who he is. But given the performance... And if you go here and you spent a Sunday at the beach and then afterwards you're gonna go to one of the bars, that's how people dress.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But no, you I know? think uh, you know, people are talking about his performance. And that's with any award show, that's that's what matters that you're performing. And they're not talking about it in a bad way. They're not saying he worships right. Satan, like you know. Oh God,
0: like, that's another news. <laughs> do you see that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which is funny because it's like talk about like that that's antiquated at this point. That makes me feel like an old man where it's like when I was a kid, they thought every every rock act was promoting Satan. Remember yeah.
0: that when they were blaming Marilyn Manson for everything. That yeah. too, well, we, that's when that. I was in high school. Like yeah. everybody, if something went wrong, it's because they well, listened to Marilyn Manson. I, Mans, I, I but... think
1: we learned we can blame Marilyn Manson for a lot of things. I mean, yeah, but, he uh...
0: actually ended up being the person that was. Yeah. Like, <laughs> gotten... <laughs> not... But I. I love it. I love the crossover appeal. I have shared with you and and with some of my viewers that I learned how to curse in English because of Eminem. So I like the idea of the, 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 the thing that really fascinates me is that he speaks in our slang language. There's a lot mm-hmm. of things about Bunny says that you only hear here. And that's the whole, mm. you know how you were talking about the different dialects, even though it's all in Spanish. Yeah. To hear people from all over the world, especially Latin America. I have my best friends from Argentina. You brought that up. We speak complete different dialects. A lot of times we don't even understand each other speaking Spanish, right? Yeah, and to hear people from that side just saying the words that we use here, I think it's wonderful. But it's also it's it's, it's also funny because we use certain words that mean something else somewhere else. So I think it can also be confusing.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and I think, uh, but you know, I think it's good. I think it's good that he's he's expanding the minds of do uh, you music
0: think fans. Do you think that award shows are getting bigger, or do you hmm. think less people care at this point?
1: So I think strangely it's both. I think that less people care, but in this day and age, um, we all need something to talk about, and on social media, something that is a live event that being part of the moment, like being part of the moment has more of an extra um, yeah, it's got an extra sort of uh, urgency about it, and there are fewer and fewer things. I mean, you'll have the Super Bowl, people on a live tweet, you'll have the Academy Awards. People want to live tweet and talk the about Grammys. So it the Grammys. And I think uh, the 50th hip-hop tribute brought in a lot of eyeballs right? Uh, that and ears that wouldn't have watched otherwise. So I think this was an interesting night, perhaps, for some people that were not as current on music to get acquainted with the current music landscape.
0: Before I close it for for yeah. the day, I wanted to ask you about the, the hip-hop tribute. I know you watched it. I know you're a big fan of hip-hop music, yeah. especially the old-school kind of hip-hop music. What do you think of it?
1: i thought it was really well done um the challenge with these things is that you think immediately of a dozen names they could have included um or references or you know it's like i love that buster rhymes was out there but oh man i wish he would have dropped his verse from scenario i mean you can monday morning quarterback this you know a million different ways but let's not lose sight of the headline which is like hip-hop is turning 50 years old this year and this was a celebration of the genre as a whole. And I think they did an amazing job of pulling together talent of having a diverse set of eras represented, uh, you know, different talents, different styles. And, um, I just think what a triumphant moment for the genre as a whole.
0: Yes, I agree with you. I'm a big fan of rapping hip hop, more newer stuff because I growing up here, I wasn't exposed to it. I I learned to love hip hop once I moved to the States. Hmm. Um, I remember that Super Bowl halftime show with freaking Dr. Dre, Eminem, yeah. like Fifty Cent. I was like, it felt like such a big deal for for uh, general music that people. Some people just don't approve of it, and I'm like, come on, hip hop is cool.
1: <laughs> well, and I mean, as, and that performance. I mean, there were maybe three or four newer. There was very lean. Yeah. They leaned very heavily on the year 2000 and before. Yeah. So. Uh, it would be interesting to wh- whoever was watching that and be like, oh, this isn't enough old school. I mean, like it was pretty pretty well represented.
0: It was. You know? And before I end, we and Joey usually talk about shows that we are watching. Oh. I have no life, so I haven't watched anything this week outside of the challenge and wrestling. So I'll I'll throw it to you. Is there a TV show that you are watching, whether it's on a stream service, any new movies that you watched this week that we should check out?
1: Uh, New Quantum Leap this week. Fantastic story uh, about trans rights. Uh, Really, really good episode. Really powerful. Uh, Enjoyed that greatly. Uh, Aside from that, there's not as much lately that we're really digging on on a weekly basis where it's like must watch Oh, poker face on a uh, peacock i was it's going to ask Indiana. you
0: about it the preview yesterday i think it worked i think i saw it so many times on raw that i was like why does this show look good do i need to so check it out good it's just so been old watching school
1: it? it's so old school it feels like a late 70s early 80s show where someone's on the road and they're dealing with a different mystery each week a different situation uh and it's just very well done um can't say enough good things about it it's very very enjoyable and that one is
0: on peacock I'm Peacock.
1: Yeah, and I'm looking forward. And uh, Three Weeks Party Down comes back on Stars, one of the great short-lived comedies ever. Uh, It's been off the air for 13 years now, but we're going to have Adam Scott, Ken Marino, Jane Lynch, Ryan Hansen, uh, Martin Starr, Megan Mullally. They're all back for a short season. And then next month, Yellow Jackets and Succession come back at the end of March.
0: Yellow Jackets is where it's at. And you guys can find us on Yellow Jackets, where we just... Dissect every episode of Yellow Jackets. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm so excited and I'm so looking forward to it. It's so good. If you guys haven't seen the first season, watch it. You have a month to get caught up. It's only ten episodes. It's an easy watch.
1: Yeah, absolutely. uh So yeah, thanks for having me today.
0: No, Glenn, I would like to thank you for being here on TLR, talking all about the Grammys, and hopefully Joey feels better next week. And I will see you guys back next Tuesday at three PM with more pop culture news. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you. Adios.
1: R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.